Marcus's Legal Snippets. My name is Marcus O'Leary and I'm an intellectual property information technology lawyer. Each month I will be providing you with interesting snippets of law and information from an English law perspective which you may find useful in your business. You can also read the text of these casts on my website at www.marcusoleary.com. This second legal snippet made in January 2009, is a short guide to help you to avoid common mistakes when offering discounts on your goods and services, because whilst current economic conditions prevail, it is inevitable that many of you will be doing so. Offering discounts almost always involves a comparison with your previous price for such products or services, and, if your customers are consumers, you have to be careful when doing so, as it is quite easy to commit an offence under, amongst other things, the Consumer Protection from Unfair Trading Regulations 2008. Without going into detail about the specific provisions of the regulations, I am going to lay down in this legal snippet four guidelines that should, if you follow them, keep you out of trouble when granting discounts in a few common scenarios. Guideline 1. Compare your new reduced price with your immediately previous price and set out both prices. Guideline 2. If you don't want to compare your new reduced price with your immediately previous price but want to use an earlier price, you can do this but you should make the basis of the comparison explicit. The basis of a price comparison should be reasonable in terms of time and what is reasonable will depend upon the circumstances. So, for example, If the comparison you want to make is with a price last available more than six months ago, you should state when that previous price was last available. Or, if the new reduced price will be offered for a longer period than with the previous old price, you should set out the actual dates over which the previous price was offered. All such explanations should be clear, accessible to and legible by the consumer. Now you may find some elucidation helpful here. Firstly, if for some reason you do not make the basis of the comparison explicit, a. The price used as a basis for comparison should have been your most recent price available for 28 consecutive days or more. b. The period of time for which the new reduced price will be available should not generally be longer than that for which the old, higher price was available and comparisons should not be made with prices last offered more than six months ago. If you have offered your product or service at a lower price for any significant time in the intervening period, lower that is, than the new reduced price at which you now intend to sell it, this should be stated. What might constitute a significant time will depend upon all of the circumstances, but a single period not exceeding a week in a six-month interval, or two or three weekends each in a six-month interval, will be unlikely to be significant. 
it will be misleading if the price used for a comparison was for a product that was not actually available for supply for a substantial part of the period in question. Note that this does not apply to bespoke products. Secondly, a previous price used as a reference price to make a price comparison should be a genuine reference price. For example, A. You reasonably expected to sell a significant number of the products at that price. Note that where the price was not comparable to prices offered by competitors, or if no or relatively few items were sold at that price, any such expectation might not be a reasonable one. B. You placed a significant quantity of the products on sale at that price. And C. The products were offered for sale at that price for a period at least sufficient to be a genuine offer of sale to the section of the public likely to be interested in purchasing such products. This means sufficient time for knowledge of the availability of the products to be acquired by that section of the public and sufficient time for them to view the products, make up their minds whether to purchase them and if so, to complete the purchase. Let me say that where the 28-day criterion is met, that would normally be sufficient. Thirdly, where your products are sold with no face-to-face -face contact with your customer, for example over the telephone or by way of the internet, you should avoid making a comparison with a price other than your own last price, and if you charge a different price for sales from your website as compared with sales from your retail outlet, clearly explain any comparison with the price offered by that different outlet. Guideline 3. If you have advertised a price reduction and then want to further reduce the price during the same sale or special offer period, make sure that firstly the highest price in this series has applied for a reasonable time and in similar circumstances. Remember what I said above. Secondly, you show the highest price, the intervening price of prices, and the current selling price. Guideline 4. If you want to call a promotion an introductory offer, make sure that A. You can prove that you intended to offer the same product for sale at a higher price at the same outlet after the introductory offer period is over, and B. You do not allow it to run on so long that it becomes misleading to describe it as being introductory. I think likely to be a matter of weeks, not months, and C. You state the date the offer will end and keep to it. If you do extend the offer period, you should make it clear to the consumer that you have done so. Now as you can imagine, there are, of course, a myriad of other rules about, amongst other things, comparing your prices with the recommended retail prices, other traders' prices, and prices relating to different circumstances. There are also further rules to do with referring to value or worth and about giving price indications which could be misleading for a host of other reasons. There are also rules which cover misleading price information given by traders to other traders and circumstances under which comparative advertising is permitted. These are outside the scope of this brief legal snippet, but if they concern you, please contact me through my firm. The details are on the website. Anyway, I hope you found this second legal snippet interesting. Thank you.